0: let the door hit you on your way out. Now, I'm not telling you to leave. I'm just saying that to bring up to your attention that the cost of healthcare can definitely be a kick in the rear to your financial retirement house. Hey, welcome to the Ease into Retirement podcast. I'm Tom Mosley, your host, where I promise you each week, if you'll give me up to 15 minutes, I'll do my very best to increase your financial knowledge. And As you know, if you've been following the podcast, we're on a seven-part series where we're working through the financial house. We've already talked about income, inflation, we've talked about investments, we've talked about taxes, and today we're talking about healthcare. It's number 27 of our podcast, and I want to jump right into it. I do want you to remember that though... I, as a licensed insurance agent, am able to provide Medicare supplement options to my people. I'm also trained through the state of California with the Medicare supplement training, the AHIP training. Each year, I go through about 33 hours of training so that I can make sure and provide not only Medicare supplements, but I can give advice to my clients on Medicare Advantage and can provide that to them as well. So we're talking about healthcare planning, but we're not just going to talk about Medicare because when it comes to retiring and building that financial house, there's several things you need to make sure to keep in mind. Also keep in mind what I was going to say just a minute ago. I've always told you this is not tax legal investment or gardening advice. I've got some cherry tomato plants right now that are out in my backyard that are turning yellow because I'm not doing a very good job of gardening. So I don't, I don't do a very good job of gardening on that. So uh, stick with me with the financial advice and I'll buy my cherry tomatoes at Sam's. Here we go. Healthcare planning and retirement. There are what I consider as you live through retirement, potentially at least four major stages that you go through when you're looking at healthcare planning. Number one, some things you need to do before you retire. All right, so let's just talk about that. A lot of you are working and you have your healthcare provided through work. That's a great thing. And when you start to retire, before you retire, it's important that you, number one, find out, and you can do this from your HR people, and also that you make some decisions on certain things. And the biggest word there is portable, P-O-R-T-A-B-L-E. Well, way back in the, I believe it was the 90s, the late 90s, they came up with the Healthcare Portability Act, and it came up with all the HIPAA rules in that same uh, time period there when they passed a law or several laws. But one of the laws was that if you had certain plans, they may be portable with you. In other words, after you retire or when you move to another job, they could go with you. Now, when you get ready to retire, before you retire, you need to find out, is your healthcare portable? Very seldom is it unless you work for a governmental agency, but I have seen some companies, particularly if there was a union backing, that the healthcare plan was portable into retirement. Number two, your vision. Number three, your dental. Number four, this is a really big one, your long-term care. Is there a policy you could get through work that would be a group work where the risk, by the way, folks, insurance is just spreading the risk where the risk of long-term care is spread over a lot of people rather than going out and buying or trying to buy an individual policy for long-term care. Find out if your company has a long-term care program, and if so, once you retire, is it portable? Can you take it with you? Another thing is life insurance. Again, it's group life insurance in most cases. It's usually during your work. You can buy up to two or three times. I just had a client recently came in, and they could buy up to two or three times their life insurance at a group rate, whether they were healthy or not. And they could take it with them. They were portable. And then there's also some portable policies for specific needs. Those are the policies that cover cancer or, or if you've got uh, diabetes or, or if, if uh, heart problems come in to effect, or if you miss a, if you're, if you go missing an arm or a leg or, or a dismemberment type policy. A lot of those policies are portable. So it's really important that you Make sure you know what you have with you at work that you might be able to take with you before you retire. Now, number two, let's move into an area. Let's say you're, you're about to retire and either you or your spouse, if you're married, either one of you, you're, you're under the age of 65. Well, then you got to ask yourself the question, where are we going to get our health insurance coverage until we qualify for Medicare? Well, there's good news, bad news. The good news is, uh, thanks to the Affordable Care Act, that there's, there's coverage that's out there. The bad news is you may not be real happy, as, particularly if you've had a good group policy at work, you may not be real happy with it. And once you find out the deductibles that are involved in the copays and the doctors that will or will not accept that may not be on your list of doctors. So before you retire, if you're As you retire, if you're under the age of 65 or your spouse is under the age of 65, in other words, you, wow, you know, I hit my 65, I'm there. And you don't think about your spouse. You had to to marry a young one because the rest of them that were your age were too smart to marry you. So you had to marry one younger. (laughs) Just joking. I did that too. But you're marrying one that they're not 65 yet. So the question is, how are they gonna cover their health coverage if they're attached onto your group plan at work until they reach the age of 65? That's the second level. You're retiring, but you or your spouse are under the age of 65. Now, these are not insurmountable issues. They're just issues that you need to know are out there and they can really, like the door, kick you in the rear on the way out. So make sure you don't blow it on this.
1: Hey folks, thank you for listening to today's episode of the Ease Into Retirement podcast with Tom Mosley. Just a quick reminder that if anything you've heard so far today has hit home for you, maybe it's something you're dealing with, maybe it's just something you wanna learn a little bit more about, there will be a complimentary downloadable giveaway on Tom's website specifically prepared for this week's episode that you should check out. Just go to easepodcast.com. That's E-A-S-E podcast Click the button with the title of this week's episode and get your copy today. Now I'll throw it back to Tom.
0: Now, number three is easy. Number one was before you retire, find out if things are portable. Number two, as you start to retire, particularly if you're under the age of 65, you need to make sure that you know how you're going to get coverage, you either buy a coverage yourself, Maybe you need to take that four-letter word cobra, c o b r a. Say that's five. No, it's a four-letter word because it's usually more expensive and it usually costs a lot. But your coverage may be super, super good if you retire and you or your spouse are under the age of sixty-five when you retire. That's number two. Number three, during retirement, that's the simplest of them all. If you're qualifying for Medicare, which well into 90% of the people do, then you have available to you original Medicare. That's part A and B. But in addition to that, original Medicare covers 80% of your coverage. And you think, oh, I signed up for part B. I'm done. I'm paying in the year I'm making this podcast 148.50 per month for part B. So I've got everything taken care of. Well, that's only 80% because there's two ways to go to cover the other 20% or to start covering as some of the other 20%. Number one, you can go with a supplement, which is also known as a Medigap policy. The nice thing about a Medigap policy, it's gonna cost you, maybe as much as a couple of hundred a month, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. It's gonna cost you, but the good news is, you'll be able to go to any doctor anywhere, any hospital anywhere, any pharmacy anywhere in the continent, or in the United States, Hawaii and Alaska included, in the United States. And if they take Medicare, you're going to be covered with that Medicare supplement or Medigap policy. And if you get that, you're going to need to drop down and take Part D no, we talked about Medicare, original Medicare being A and B. Well, all drop all the way down to D because you're going to have to pick up a, or you're going to want to pick up a prescription drug policy, 40 $50 a month or so in that range, so that you can cover your prescriptions if while you're alive, you're over 65, you're in retirement. And that's pretty good coverage. I mean, that's where I find myself right now in my life, I'm in that Medicare and I go with one or the other. I won't say on here where I go, but but I can present both of those to you. If you're not able to work with us or choose not to work with us, make sure you find out when it comes time to making choices, for Medicare Supplement or Medicare Advantage. And what's Medicare Advantage? Well, that's the C. A and B are original Medicare. D is prescription drug. Go back up to the C. C is where you turn your coverage over to a company like Blue Shield of California, United Healthcare, uh, Humana, some of those companies, and they pretty much take care of it. It's, it's an HMO setup, and you have to make sure that your doctors are on are covered by that family that you sign up through. But it can be a really, really good coverage because that's not going to cost you a couple of hundred a month. In most cases in California, it costs you nothing per month to get involved in a Medicare Advantage. Again, if you're that age, you need to talk to us about it so we can help you. Now, number four, you say, well, wait a minute, wouldn't that be it? It, it, Retirement, Medicare, isn't that it? No, number four, you need to have a plan for end-stage needs. I'll call it that way, end-stage needs, needs at the end. Now, I've often said in other areas and when I'm teaching seminars, I'm not positive as a financial advisor, it makes a great deal of sense, particularly in California, where there's really only one or two long-term care providers uh, as far as as insurance and policies. And many times you people find the rates when they get there are sky high. I mean, you need to check it out, but you you need to find out the rates and the options, but I'm not sure you need a long-term care policy but I'm positive you need a long-term care plan. You need to know how if something happens to you and you need care, healthcare care that's beyond the scope of regular medicine. You say what's that? Well, that's where we get the idea of the long-term care. Long-term care is major league enforced to cover custodial care if you go into the nursing home and it's not some kind of skilled nursing home where they're trying to rehab you or it's not that intermediate where they're trying to, you know, you don't, you might not be there forever. But if you go into that nursing home and that's where you're going to be and maybe you've had a stroke or you've had something else hit you right at the very end there and you need that care, that's where the long term care Plan, not necessarily a policy, but you need to check out a policy. That's where the long-term care plan needs to be a part of what you're doing. How are we going to cover it? Are we going to carve out, if you have the assets to do it, a couple of hundred thousand dollars of our portfolio and maybe we put that in an account or maybe we put it in into an annuity? Say, why would I do that? Well, number one, some of these annuities you can pass to your kids in an advantageous way. And number two, some of the annuities that we use have an income doubler on it so that if you do go into a long-term care facility, they actually double the payout that they're going to pay each month to help you and assist you with paying for the long-term care. And one more thing with the end stage idea here, number four, you also need to have in your will or your trust, you also need to have some kind of health care directive. Who's going to make the decisions when I'm not able to? How do I want them to make that decision? Do I want them to keep me artificially alive or is that something I want them just to to just to just let me live or die on my own as opposed to being by machine kept alive? Man, we're talking about tough stuff here. Yeah, we're talking about hard stuff here. But healthcare is something that will kick you in the rear like a door on your way out if you're not careful. And I really want you to do everything you can to make sure that wherever you're at in these stages, whether it's before you retire and you're finding out what can you take with you when you retire, whether it's as you're retiring and you're making sure if both of you, if you're married or not 65, or maybe you're not 65 and you're trying to to retire, how do I cover myself or how do we cover ourselves until we get to 65? Or number three, if it's during retirement, do we decide between Medicare supplement Medicare Advantage, maybe you can save a few dollars by going with Medicare Advantage, but then on the other hand, if you really need the coverage and you want to go to City of Hope and, and you want to go to Loma Linda and it's not covered on Medicare Advantage sometime, then how do we deal with that? That's number three during retirement, and number four, those end stage needs where we really deal with the long term care plan and those health care directives. So, the main thing that you need to understand is health care is not a monumental thing in most cases as long as you think through it before you're in the storm. The best time to fix the roof is when it's not raining. And so before you need the health care and before you're in trouble and you need the plan, you need to think through these things so that you're prepared just like everything else when it comes to financial services. Hey, if you like the podcast, let us know. If you like the podcast, share it with somebody. If you didn't like the podcast, go talk to a tree and tell it all about it. and uh, Or tell us about it, and we'll do what we can to try to help you. If we can help you in any way, let us know. You can contact me by phone at 714-421-4288, or you can email me at tom at retirement.com. So until next time, this has been the Ease Into Retirement Podcast. And as your host, I have promised you and I hope you've learned something today. You've given me 15 minutes and I've done my best to build your financial knowledge. I'll see you next week.
1: Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Mosley Insurance and Financial Services are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used. Used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Mosley Insurance and Financial Services is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Mosley Insurance and Financial Services. Ed Slott's IRA Advisor Group is a paid membership educational organization comprised of professionals of varying credentials. Membership in this organization does not imply a set level of skill or training. The logo and or service mark is the property of their respective owners, and no endorsement of Tom Mosley is stated or implied. A Roth conversion is a taxable event and may have several tax-related consequences. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA.